0: Life Management Science Labs would like to acknowledge that we live and produce this podcast on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands of our listeners and our international colleagues. We'd like to pay our respects to their Elders, past, present and emerging. Hi, and welcome to Self-Improvement Atlas, the Personal Science Insights Podcast, produced by LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. We are champions of life management science, providing structured insights informed by science and inspired by practice on key aspects of conscious living. Each week, we bring you scientific and practical insights on each element with the expert knowledge of professionals in the field. I'm Marie Stella, your host from Melbourne, Australia. Let's start the show. Welcome back to the show. The new year is upon us, and it's an opportune time to evaluate and reevaluate our life plans and goals. So, today we're speaking to insurance advisor Jen Fajardo about starting the fresh year by preparing for financial wellness. Hi, Jen. It's great to have you on the show. How are you going today?
1: Hi, Marie. It's great. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to, to share. Uh, with you guys. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know it's 9am, that's really early on your side. So thank you for um, waking up so early to to talk with us. Um, so I'm really curious to know, what is your approach when it comes to financial planning?
1: So basically in my profession, I usually do financial planning workshops, wherein we talk about the basic steps. Because as we all know, uh, we have like the best goals. I mean, for you, you have the your own goal and I have my own goal, but it's really about the step one, you know, how to start. So I do a holistic approach in, you know, trying to make it easier to understand. So from the budgeting side to expenses and debt, loans and investing side and protection and from there, we work on the strategies towards their end goal. So, yeah.
0: That sounds amazing. Uh, and it's a great preface to our topic for the day. But before we get further into detail, we'd like to get to know you better. This is Have You Met Jen? So okay. I'd really like to know, what is your favorite book?
1: Um, uh, my favorite book is like, it's many, but I have top two in mind. It's called uh, Atomic Habits by James Lear and uh, Rich Dad Dad*, the famous one um, by Robert Kiyosaki. What are your
0: favorite things about these books?
1: Okay, so with the Atomic Habits, just like what you mentioned earlier that 9 a.m. is early in the Philippines. Actually, 7 a.m. is the earlier. (laughs) So the Mm -hmm. habits of waking up is like normal here in PH because the office hours is like 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. 9 a.m. is a bit late. But uh, with that book, you can really talk about how your 1% every day can be a big impact in your life and in others' lives as well. And you don't have to be like always 100% in doing tasks by just showing up and waking up and just doing 1%. Um, it's really a great consistency and habits. So yeah, it's about that. And it's really important for me and my job as an insurance advisor. And also I'm a unit uh, manager. So I also, mm-hmm. I don't just um, talk about insurance. I also manage people. So mm-hmm. it's about being consistent 1% every day.
0: And for yeah. those who are just listening to the audio version of this podcast, I, when Jen said that the regular office hours are 7 or 8 a.m. in the Philippines, my jaw dropped. Um, That's what happens. I saw that. Like, (laughs) because I do wake up at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., but I tend to like lie in bed for a bit and just kind of. (laughs) Procrastinate and kind of like roll around. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of imagine like, yeah, imagine going to the office at 7 a.m. That's yeah. uh, that's insane to me. Um, but I digress. Um,
1: yeah, you're moving on to the next book. Yeah, when with regards to the habits, which is my favorite, The Reach Flat dad, dad is about comparing two mindsets the rich dad and the poor dad but in general it's like when people like us um in the industry the finance industry we talk about the poor mindset and the abundance mindset and we can't really you know like do 100 of currently the population in the philippines is 111 million filipinos but only one m are insured or are protected so Compared to other Southeast Asian countries like Singapore, you know, they are ahead of those financial um, protection plans and investment things. So it's really about, this book is really about helping others to be part of the abundance mindset that not everything is permanent, but you can do something about it and you can change your mindset. Even though last week you're the negative mindset, In the group, and then after being in the right track, after a week, you can just immediately be changed just by reading a book or just by doing uh, stuff. So, yeah, it's about that. And by having the right mindset, you get to have the reach or the richer environment. Then the financial, um, you know, money or capacity will just come after having the right mindset
0: that sounds like a great way to live life really um what about movies do you have a favorite genre or do you have like one or two go-to movies that you love to watch
1: yeah so i'm not really into movies but i'm into like um korean series so if Mm -hmm. you were into um itaewon class if you have heard of it uh, yes i have yeah, so if you have watched it, you you'll get to realize how important um having the right assets or allocation of finance, especially if your parents are well informed or have this enough uh, financial wellness ideas. So in that series or show, um, their their goal is to really help the viewers also to know that they're um, some financial institutions that they can put their wealth in and can be transferred um, to their next generation. So there I learned also the importance of my job as a financial advisor that um, even though I'm just 27 and I can really acquire assets or buy a company if I just have the wealth, like if I'm a billionaire or if I have insurance proceeds from Uh, my parents and yeah that that story is really touching also because you were able to acquire things because of the hard work that your family or your father um planted so you're just the one uh, reaping the the rewards of all the sowing of seeds way back
0: yeah yeah that's amazing and i love how you kind of relate all the media that you consume back to what you do um and you see all these little details um that's just that's really great um as for podcasts are you listening to any at the moment
1: uh yeah but the time that i have is not really permitting me to listen Mm -hmm. to a lot of it but i have this one podcast um it's called the mindset mentor podcast of rob dial so before i was able to have a quick chat with rob um through my instagram page because i follow him ever since like pandemic happened so when i was um through going through the pandemic i have time i have time to listen so um he talks about like having the right mindset again even though all the struggles or all the things that you're going through right now how can you shift from this mindset to to a whole new one so he helped and motivated me to be where I am today because I just got promoted this year and I wasn't like a leader type or a managerial type so um 2020 come 2023 of course it's not an overnight but again when you listen to podcasts even though you're just trying to speak uh, I gave myself like nine minutes because her his podcasts are 13 minutes at most yeah So I didn't um, really have that time now, but before it helped me. So in three years time, yeah, it helped me really to be motivated and to inspire people to be leaders also, because I'm grooming new set of managers in my team.
0: Yeah, that's great. I also find that with podcasts, especially the kinds that are really thought-provoking or like kind of give you some educational content where you want to think more about what you've just learned or reflect on it a bit. Um, yep. it, like the idea of listening to podcasts on the go or like while, while you're doing something that, that is ideal but at the same time, when you're listening to things that are thought-provoking and require you to um, reflect a bit more afterwards, it's really difficult to, to yeah. put just put a podcast on in the background and go on with your day because yeah. you want to actually revel in what you've just listened to. Um, so I can definitely relate to that in that like I love podcasts too. I just can't... I can't, like, um, binge listen to a bunch of them because I really want to immerse myself in it, you know. Yeah, um, do you have a role model?
1: Um, right now, so in my company, we have, like, a branch head and a sales head. So currently, my role model is those people because I'm looking up to them and I'm I can really envision myself to be like them, to be... <laughs> owning a branch of my own like a really a one office in a building that's mm-hmm. what had do so yeah they are my role models because their values um, compares to what I know and what I love and their core is what I'm learning also so what are my strengths almost the same with them but my weaknesses I should convert it to to them like make it an asset also so I could be ahead of in my game yeah
0: yeah that's a great way of thinking do you see yourself there anywhere in the short term um in the short term sorry I yeah um do you see yourself at that stage anywhere in the near future
1: yeah actually I have my vision board and like (laughs) I do dates like by 2024 I'm like this in 2025 so I'm a bit like You know, I can be there in the last three years, Mm -hmm. but it still depends on my today. So, yeah, yeah, I can
0: feel it. Amazing. I can feel your ambition and I'm rooting for you. Um, Is there a course that you've taken that has inspired you?
1: Um, Actually, the courses or some here have webinars, seminars like that i've been through a lot so the 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 reason that i've attended is through my company so our company gives like a ton loads of opportunities of learnings so i have um attended to few uh guest speakers that are sharing how they um they earned their first seven digits income even though they don't have any sales background and they don't have the um the parents to provide them uh, a thing or two so yeah we had that but not like a course it's like a weekly motivational huddle like that it's like well i'd say that that completely counts
0: yeah Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now we'll move on to the interview section. And the first question we like to ask our guests, um, as it differs between like person to person, is how Mm -hmm. would you define personal development?
1: Okay. So for personal development, um, it's very important for me personally also, because it's again, knowing who you are now. And where you're going to so in the process you you know that there should be a change there should be a development or improvement so uh, it is important and i define it as how you are financial uh, personally aware of who you are now and what are your goals in the next short-term mid-term or long-term goals Mm-hmm. That's really,
0: really aptly put. And what do you think are some of the main challenges that most people face in pursuit of this personal development?
1: For me, um, comparing to my 2020 self, where everyone is on lockdown, now um, that the environment that we have here in DH is we don't have the chance to like explore things and be free. So mm-hmm. um, challenges, of course, is if, if ever, uh, not. on good won't happen again, but if ever there's a lockdown or crisis again, and the environment also, the everyday that we talk to or the online platforms that we consume, those are some of the challenges in, um, you know, having the pursuit of personal development. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I feel like
1: environment, um, very much
0: affects the way you perceive life and you perceive yourself as well and i feel like this is one of the um factors um of personal development that most people tend to overlook and not think about as much um Mm -hmm. and of course no one ever wants to you know be kind of self-indulgent and and, and no one wants to victimize themselves and yeah. be like, well, it's the environment around me that's the issue. But sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes a change in environment is absolutely necessary or at the very least beneficial. Um, so that's a great way of putting it. Um, but with regards to financial wellness, how would you describe what financial wellness is? What's your definition of it?
1: For me, financial wellness is having the source of, income. of course uh when you talk about financials uh you should have funds and sources and uh, it's also being able to help for your families or someone you love most maybe in short term or in long term but it's having that um freedom to help and have a choice in um deciding for your today and for your future so yeah
0: and can you explain why insurance is so crucial in developing a well-rounded financial plan
1: yeah um because insurance is really important and especially in financial wellness you know you cannot acquire so many investments so many assets but not protected or doesn't have enough um security so insurance um is something that uh, not everyone can have. It's a privilege because number one, it cannot be acquired by everyone. It comes with age, it comes with health. But that's the good thing about us as financial advisors is we're sharing how they can afford it soon, but it still depends on people's you know goals and targets and being able to protect whatever investment you have through insurances, you can have that peace of mind at night. You can sleep well at night knowing that it could be uh, a protection and a safety net for all the people you're working hard for. Because again, at the end of the day, why are you working? Why are you waking up every day? So it's really about having the foundation for the family, but you have to protect it also. Through insurance. Yeah. God, brought, yeah. yeah. That's
0: really well said. Um, and how do you think financial wellness or insurance planning might contribute to our personal development
1: yeah so like what i mentioned earlier is that if you don't have financials or source of income you cannot choose you know you don't have a choice you just eat whatever is um served to you but if you have the right foundations and if you are aware of how insurance works or what this uh types of financial institutions are offering to give us uh, the comfortable life in the future, not now, but in the future, um, it helps us to, again, have that peace, have that um, right mindset to decide on things without any pressure because it gives us the protection and security. And also, um, most of here in PH, I cannot speak on behalf of other countries, but here in the PH, most relationships don't work if... Uh, because they don't talk about you know finances before they get settled down, um, most parents um, lose their child or like go to you know different things because they talk don't talk about how to save or how to earn or how to like safe keep their future, or maybe some here in PH also the problem is we don't really talk about how to earn while studying or like saving up in the future. So it's really a combination, financial wellness, personal development. You'll be able to choose the right thing if you have those foundations in learning both of them yeah both
0: of it. absolutely and I know that my parents made several several mistakes with insurance right. planning when I was younger um, right. so what are some things that people should consider before deciding on insurance protection
1: yeah so like what I said in the first question you have to have a financial advisor to help you plan for the budget now I know that I have met a lot of people or parents that um, they say that they, they bought plans that they don't know. They bought plans that they don't value anymore or have lost policies because they haven't funded it regularly. So my basic uh, steps or tips about that is number one, you have to find a registered financial planner or licensed FA that is credible you know someone who has um a care care for you or for your um, family number two is to trust those credible companies so you don't just um here in ph there are you know i don't want to name it but there are companies that don't do the right thing and just assess first if they are capable so if <laughs> you bought plans that you have now like extra money but you don't have in the next years to come, maybe you should check on the budget first. So you have to check on the FA and the companies and also number C budgeting. You have to really have you the concrete budget like on underwritten paper um, because that's our job as financial advisor is to give them the templates that they have to know and calculate the risk of having this now or in the next years to come. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, how should one go about assessing their insurance needs um, (laughs) to ensure that they have adequate coverage without overpaying for, like, unnecessary policies?
1: Okay, so, one... um, Just like in doctors, you know, you don't just give when your head aches, here in PA, you just give uh, paracetamol um, meds. But in insurance, no, you don't have to, like, one size fits all. You really have to diagnose or what do you call it? Uh, have a financial needs analysis process wherein is this uh, over insurance or is this lacking of insurance? You can assess through that and you cannot just issue like for a doctor you prescribe this medicine but it's a custom or uh, tailored fit to the current situation or health situation just like with us we cannot offer like five million health coverage if you're earning this much Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be you know uh, a problem in the future even though i i I gave you five million coverage but that's not the need now. What uh, he or she needs is like this. So again, it's about assessing it, right? You cannot, we cannot prescribe so much, but we have to know first the current financial situation and the problems. And also, the clients also should give us the right uh, information of their current situation because we cannot help. Just like the doctors, uh, we cannot help uh, what's your problem if we don't know and if you don't open up to us. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic analogy. I feel like I really kind of understood what assessing, you know, your financial needs mm-hmm. for insurance planning um is like with that analogy um so what are some of the primary types of insurance that people need to consider for their mm-hmm. financial well-being and how do they differ in their purposes
1: okay so what are the types um in our company there are like 40 plus products and services that we offer but of course i don't offer 40 i got uh or, or, or already but for that question uh there should be a step step step-by-step guide so i have this template but for me to share with you i could also email it and (laughs) first for the basic part we have to do the life uh, insurance or the income protection plan so what does that tell us Um, is this about having the right coverage for the current assets example um, the the family have two million pesos um property so they should have two million life insurance coverage just in case um they the family or the parents or the one who owned the the property is gone the proceeds from the insurance could pay off to that um debt of property or that. Uh, taxes that comes along the way to transfer smoothly to the heirs so the left uh, protection also talks about regular payouts or regular uh, income to the beneficiaries again not all to the property some will be given to the beneficiaries for them to continue life because when we're not here as a breadwinner that doesn't mean that their life should end no So you have to still give them like an income, but even though you're (laughs) not there, uh, it's just that through insurance, you give them still income. They don't feel like you're gone because they still receive um, something from the proceeds of their plan. So that's the life insurance or income protection plan wherein the income is protected because even when we're not here, they have 10 years worth of um, income protection. That's the first one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, what are the rest? So, for the first, um, income protection. Second is the critical illness and hospitalization plan. So, some may be um confused that if they have health protection, they don't need the income protection. But we as financial advisors, we have to, you know, segregate and really help them understand more of it so now i can try to make it brief but the second one is about you having the right coverage for health so here the questions would be do you have any genetically inclined diseases in the family like heart attack or cancer diabetes or anything and if they have vices they also have to let us know so some I have clients that have uh, cancer that runs in the blood, so I will give them a protection for that kind of diseases. Mm-hmm. Again, it's again example. It's, it's a two million plan again because the worth of that kind of diseases here in PH worth um two million in general from the time you enter the hospital, then you go to chemotherapy, and then you went out and got discharged and then you come back again for a checkup. So that's all $2 million. It's also based on the true-to-life stories of our claims. Mm-hmm. And they survived because of having the $2 million instant fund. Even though g- they just had their plan for three years, they didn't pay $2 million in the insurance, but at least they already claimed and used the benefits mm-hmm. of their... So that's the second one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then last um the the third um major is the dividends and pension plans so this third plan is different from the rest because it has payouts payouts even though you're not like dead or you don't have illness so some people don't know this because they thought when they hear insurance it's like Okay, I have to die, I have to get sick, you know, I have to get into an accident or something inconvenient, uncertainty. But in this plan, um, we talk about how you can take advantage of these plans and give um certain contributions, but still receive while living. And it's good for planning for education because again, everyone who has kids or toddlers, it is really sure that they will go to college so it's uh, like um, positioning it as an education plan or second if all the kids are graduates already it can be used as retirement wherein even though you're still working you're at 50s but you're receiving pensions even though you're still working so you don't have to wait until 65 in your company because you're waiting for the fund you know you can resign because you're waiting for it so yeah that's the third one because you can't Receive it while you're living. No need to wait for you to something happen in your personal. And then um, there are also investments um, combined there. So, yeah. Thank you
0: so much for explaining that for me. Um, I I am such a noob when it comes to insurance so that was really clear and i understand it a lot more now um (laughs) but could you share some strategies that people can use to maximize the value of their insurance policies while keeping them manageable on on like a monetary level
1: okay so i could give on uh, behalf of the true testimonies or clients that uh I've experienced. So this year, I had like four clients who withdraw funds, partially withdraw um, a fund. So this one, uh, the first one um, got married and um, he was able to contribute more than um, the premiums that he needs because there's a portion in the plan wherein you can do top-ups or excess premiums like even though it's three thousand you put ten thousand like that so the rest of the the excess would be going to this investment also so now um he got married this year and i sorry last year and then this year um they had financial struggles because of the wedding so he would do uh, a portion of that amounting to seventy thousand because um all the bonuses and the income from the company wasn't given or uh, yet. So he tried to um, withdraw some. And yeah, he was happy. But but he's really excited to get another plan like that. Because what if um, they will bear a child or education for their future child? Even though it's not yet there. They don't have child yet. But yeah, he used it for the wedding um, payables. And then... The other three is for their family. So um, the one issue is the the child, but the parents had to a medical fund emergency. So they withdrew a few of their uh, plan. But still in short, they can still enjoy that benefits in the future, but they can borrow from that. And the mm. other two had also those um, withdrew plans but partially to sustain the current situation because they lost their job so at least they still insured and they can still um contribute there but not yet now so they're just surviving this month um, because they lost their job so something like that that's interesting
0: so it sounds like you can kind of see how it like kind of played by ear and you know if you're in a tighter spot at some point in life Mm -hmm. like it might be a good idea to withdraw from the premiums and Mm -hmm. at least that way you're still insured it's just that the premiums aren't there um and you can kind of sustain yourself with that money that you're using to um keep yourself insured with the premiums. Um, but what are some common misconceptions about insurance?
1: Okay, so some misconceptions, like what I mentioned earlier, is that they thought they need to experience um, death first to so the family will enjoy it. Um, they didn't know about the living benefits. So just like what I mentioned, even though there's emergencies not related to health, or not related to a death of a loved one, they can still partially withdraw some of their funds depending on the plans they avail, okay? So not all plans have those benefits. Second misconception is that it's um, expensive because if you just basically compute the premiums towards the coverage, you know, you get 5 million coverage in the future, but you're just paying 3,000 or... 5k and even though we pay the whole uh required contribution gears it's still the the co- the coverage is still um not that the how much you paid it. so they thought it's really expensive because insurance has that branding or it's like for the elites but now mm-hmm. companies have been innovative in creating a plan for minimum wage earners here in PH as low as 900 pesos or 1000 a month they can really enjoy it already or like have it covered already so um that's the two misconceptions about um insurance policies that's amazing and it's great to hear that
0: companies have been um being more innovative with yeah. creating insurance plans for minimum min- minimum wage um, workers because they deserve those benefits yeah, um, as much as anyone else do. And I mean, it's I mean, great that now they do have that option. Um, finally, before we end off the interview, what is one piece of advice you'd like to give to someone who's looking at insurance for the first time?
1: So when... The- I talked to, I, I experienced it actually that there are these people that they just want to talk to me because they want to fix their business or their budget, but they don't know that we will going to talk about insurance <laughs> because I'm also a consult, business consultant. So they can, they can ask questions about it. So what are my advice or their tips is that they should be open with all the available opportunities in the world or here in BH because... Um, all those things have purpose it's not created just for the sake of creating it everything has um, those privilege to learn um, but they should not close their minds about this benefits again it's a benefit for them not for us so they should just listen but they can choose what to listen to but again, just be open about it. And maybe in the future, maybe not now. Because again, I have clients and experiences that I talked to them last 2019. Pandemic happened, come with me. So they need help funds. They got COVID. They lost their parents just for the span of five months. And I I take accountability with that. And that made me better also. But I cannot do anything more because they already have passed or they got sick already so it's just a matter of being open to what the possibilities or opportunities that may come through because we, again we don't know what the future holds and we should like just listen and learn love learning we should love learning. yeah yeah,
0: yeah. um yeah that's a great um uh, mindset to go into the new year with um so thank you so much for sharing all of that thank with me so. Jen. now we'll move on to the open mic and this is again, your opportunity to talk about anything that you're passionate about that doesn't have would... to be related to insurance. So um, the
1: floor is yours, please take it away. Thank you, Marie. So yeah, um, I'd like to share that again. I also do business consultancy wherein I'm talking to entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs to have like their own business or marketing strategies to to help their business because i also do uh, business and number two is that i have this page it it's called the wiser millennials ph in the uh, facebook page also in instagram wherein i feature millennials and uh, entrepreneurs uh their businesses or how they their story can inspire other people it's like this but not in a podcast in a in a blog form so I post their, their achievements and I do network them to my clients. Example, if there are a real estate um consultant or broker, I bridge them to my doctor client. So in that page, they can see each other or their, their credibility. So when I vouch for them, it's like a business, you know? <laughs> and a third is I also do events. So like weddings birthdays and um uh companies wherein uh you do the organ- organizing of the events and coordination um it's also my opportunity to meet and network with others and my clients are my first um clients like when they got their baby i host the first birthday or gender reveal so it's like a continuous lifetime partnership with me as their financial advisor and also i celebrate uh their life milestones and others other businesses are resto and uh, multi business so, yeah. Wow, that's amazing and I love how you've spread yourself vertically,
0: um, all of your businesses kind of intertwine a little bit and can uh, give each other a life and you just kind of you go in this life cycle and it's amazing how you managed to do it. Um, I know a lot of entrepreneurs as well who have try to do this kind of thing but have kind Mm -hmm. of maybe missed the mark and you seem to be doing such a great job so that's amazing you seem like you've like mastered the art of uh doing that it's really difficult to think of Mm -hmm. something that's you know unique to you um and something that you're passionate about um while doing it vertically because that's um it doesn't work all the time Mm -hmm. um yeah but thank you so much for sharing that with us that's really really interesting uh we'll link all of those in the show Notes. Uh, thank you thank for joining you. us today once again. If our listeners want to find out more about you and what you do, where can they go?
1: So yeah, my Instagram is at Coach Jenniferardo. You can also search me on LinkedIn and Facebook. That's Coach Jen Fahardo C W P C E P P. And in my Facebook page is the Wiser Millennials ph or Jen Fajardo CWPC. Amazing We'll link that in
0: the show notes below Thank you so much everyone for tuning in We wish you a very happy new year And we hope you've learned a bit About insurance policies and planning with us And we'll catch you in the next episode Thank you You've been listening to The Self-Improvement Atlas The Personal Science Insights Podcast Produced by LMSL The Life Management Science Labs for more episodes like this, from 10 different life management perspectives, search LMSL on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, so you can get updated on everything we have to offer. We have a wide range of topics readily available for you to check out. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating our show, sharing it, and subscribing to our channel, as it helps us grow and bring you more quality resources. More of our work can be found on our website at pe.lmsl.net where you can join our movement. I'm Marie Stella, thanks for tuning in.